everyone, welcome to Open Eyes. Hey everyone, welcome to Open Eyes. Hey everyone, welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's your favorite host, Alexis Lugo. Welcome to Open Eyes. And I hope that you're loving our content on YouTube and TikTok and Spotify, wherever you see your video podcasts or your podcasts in general. So I wanted to talk about a little bit about um, when I first was diagnosed in the aspect of my first two years of knowing that I was legally blind. I struggled with a bunch of things and people are like, oh, how can you? look at a camera so good now, or how, how do you have focus, or how do you look so sighted now? And that's because I've had five years to practice, and I've had five years to perfect my disability and being able to feel more independent, feeling more, oh, myself, feeling more like I'm sighted, and just making me feel like myself again. And not gonna lie the very first two years i was diagnosed legally blind i struggled really really badly and it's because when you first get diagnosed and you lose a majority of your vision you kind of get this like vertigo effect where you maybe are a little bit your balance goes off or maybe it goes off even more for some people your vision is off like it's it's kind of your whole body is gets affected not just your eyesight, your whole body does. You feel disimbalanced, you feel you have vertigo, you feel like you're getting dizzy, you feel all these things, you get lights flashing, you get all of these things that affects your vision when you lose a majority of it. So my first instant was that I had issues seeing in dim lighting. So I think the very first thing that I noticed that I was like, oh, this isn't normal, like, I've never had this issue, and I was having more and more issues with it, which was when, like, they would turn off the lights in this, like, in this classroom, where you had to take notes, I had an issue with that, also, when it was, like, dim lighting, like, in a room, or, or somewhere, in a classroom, or just anywhere, I had more and more issues seeing, like, my eyes would have more trouble adjusting to the light, to the dimness of me going in and out of maybe, nights into a very lighted room I've had more issues with that but my very first two years that I was still getting tested for to diagnose me the correct eye condition which was retinitis pigmentosa but first they thought I had um which was um the the sister um condition of retinitis pigmentosa at the moment I have no clue what it's called my memory is going blank but I had very, very bad, like, focusing, like, in family photos, like, when we go to family parties, and it was, like, dark out, people would have to, like, signally, when they do, like, with children, they have to signal them so they can focus, or their eyes can focus to the camera, that was me, my first two years, I couldn't look straight into a camera, I couldn't give you, um, I still can't really that much get, do eye contact with people, but I've gotten better with it. Uh, but my first two years, I couldn't make no eye contact with anybody. My eyes were still adjusting to losing a majority amount of my vision and mostly losing my peripheral vision. I, I still had issues adjusting and that's normal for anyone that's losing their vision or maybe has lost the majority of them and maybe they have a progressive eye condition like I do with retinitis pigmentosa. You never know when you're going to lose more vision, and that's kind of scary. 
So the first two years when I lost the majority of my vision, I had more issues with like just centering my vision. My eyes would just go all over the place, and I think that's normal. The eyes are still adjusting to the new normal like we are, and that's totally okay. And also, I also had a lot of like writing issues. Like I couldn't write anymore with the normal lined paper. I had to find things to accommodate myself. I had to get those, um, I think those like dark markered pens and I had to get the thick blind paper with the bolded lines and everything when I was first starting to lose my vision. I had to accommodate myself in that way. I had to find magnifiers that would help me in my situation and I have to invert everything now which uh, I had to invert from black to white with a black background and the white letters and I think that just goes with when you lose your vision like right now I have like the first two years I lost the majority of it I think I've lost 40% I know more people have lost more than I have but that's normal for people and I know that we're not all in our the same journey and that's okay if you have lost more vision than I have that's normal and if you've lost less congratulations I'm in the middle of I haven't lost a lot but I haven't lost a little as well so there's that too and then I also get like how can you just be independent um, I think it comes to when you lose your vision at birth. It's different when you lose your vision like later in life. And I've noticed that when I went to the Texas School for the Blind, I really noticed that because I think it was only one or two or three of us that that had um, lost their vision later in life. Majority of the people that go to the Texas School for the Blind have lost it since birth and maybe they need more help and that's okay. We all are in our journeys of what level of independence we're going through and that's all right like I I kind of felt outcasted when I went because a I've never heard of anyone in my family or I never knew anyone with a disability not even with being legally blind or any of that sort I've never had someone in my family and I've never heard of anybody so it was all new to me and I felt a bit outcasted because I'm like what, what am I doing here? I, I've only lost a little bit of my vision and I, I feel very independent. Like, what am I doing here? But then I realized, oh, I, I'm so thankful that I got training for orientation and mobility and Braille and assistive technology like earlier than later in life because I feel like now I know how the skills to feel independent and I feel very confident when I I do things that I'm like I know that I've done this before and now I know also knowing that sighted people don't know how to do that and I'm like oh I feel so so independent like I'm the only one who knows how and then you go wow you feel accomplished you feel very confident with yourself and I I think I appreciate having a going in so early as I did after being diagnosed I'm legally blind is because I feel like I I needed something to show me oh I still can live my life normally and I still can fulfill my independence that I had before and I just have to find a way to accommodate myself and accommodate my life now and I think I I did learn a lot I learned 
that there's different skills that you could still do to clean and to cook and do all the things you love to do. Like, it's not like going to stop you from doing things. And I think that's what, it opened my eyes. And I did feel a little bit outcast because I'm like, I was, when I first went in my first year, I was the only one in that group that lost their vision later in life. Everyone else had it since birth. They've had an eye condition since birth. And I, I did feel a little bit outcasted my first year because I'm like, who is going to understand my situation? Like, I still, I'm not educated on what it is being legally blind. I have no clue about the blind community. I had no education on what I was going into. I was just like, okay, I need to get some sort of help, some sort of support on what I'm going through. And that's why I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try going to the Texas School for the Blind. And... I did my first year and I was like, I did want to leave after because I'm like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. I, I don't, I'm not, I don't really fit in with all these other people that maybe need more help of feeling like they need more independent help or they need some other type of support. And I was like, I grew up all my life being independent, living in a Hispanic household. Like we were learning early in life to cook for ourselves, for, to clean for ourselves, to do our laundry for ourselves, like to do a lot of things for ourselves. We've, we learned that in my household. So I was like, this isn't new to me. Like maybe for others, it was new to them. Maybe their parents never told them to do something like that. So independently, maybe they did hold their hand throughout their life. You don't know. And also my mom did start to do that a little bit when I was first diagnosed because a, I'm her first child or for her firstborn. So she did have that issue of a little being a little bit hand-holding when I did first get diagnosed. And and that's normal. I think I realized that later in life. At first, I'm like, why is she babying me so much? Why is she guarding me so much? Like, I know she doesn't want me to get hurt from the society, but, like, still, I, I still want to do my everyday life. Like, this is just something... That I'm like, oh, okay, I have to get through because throughout my life, I've always struggled with some form of health issue. If it wasn't for my asthma, if it wasn't for when I first was um, given glasses or so many things that I've accomplished, like health-wise, throughout my life, I always, and then I'm like, this is just another one that I have to find a way to get through. And I know it's going to be a little bit more harder than the other ones that you can just get medication and find a cure and all that. And I know that this one doesn't have a cure and that's okay. I realized that too. I'm like, I think when you first got diagnosed, you get pitied a lot and that's normal. I've seen that. But one, after you learn more about your diagnosis, about your eye condition, about what caused the eye condition, and you start putting the pieces together and you say, oh, okay, now I know why this happened in my lifetime or why I, I had an issue seeing this or things like that. It did feel more relief. And I think it gave my mom more relief on being actually diagnosed with Barter Beetle Syndrome where I was told at birth that, oh, maybe or maybe like, and I got tested for it and it still didn't come up until I was diagnosed at the age of 17 with a rare disease as well. So there's a lot of things that I did struggle with my first two years being diagnosed legally blind. And people see now, oh, like she sees like so well when she does her videos or, oh, how can she focus on this and that? Or 
Like, she acts so sighted. She's faking it. She's not legally blind. I'm like, you don't know the things I've gone through to get to this place. Like, a lot of people have gone through a bunch of training to get to this place of feeling sighted, feeling independent. So don't worry if you're not on that journey yet of knowing, oh, that I, I feel a little bit more legally blind than others. Or I do look blind, but that's like, what does the society want us to do? They want us to not focus to the camera. They want us to like put our half, like just show our eyebrow or half our face or what? What does the society want us to look, do so we can look legally blind or blind? Like, that's not, we, we try to look normal like any other person that, that does content or does, like, loves to take pictures or loves photography. Like, we just want to feel ourselves and independent. And we're all in our separate journeys of knowing, oh, okay, maybe I'm not there yet. Because the first two years were a very struggle for me. And then after, I think, two years more, my, my vision stabilized. And then... Recently, my vision has, uh, I've lost a little bit more on my peripheral, which is normal, and I've, I've come to terms with it, and it's, it's okay. I, I, I haven't fully accepted my disability and accepted that I'm legally blind, and that's okay. We're all in our journeys of saying, okay, I, I want to live in the present, and I want to live in this feeling normal. So what can I do to feel normal? Do I have to do something that I love still? Do I have to find a way to train maybe my vision or get more training on getting somewhere to point A to point B? Like we all have our own struggles and we all are in our own journey. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and make sure to follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. We are doing video on Spotify as well. So you can check that out at open.eyes23 is on Instagram and open.eyes23 on TikTok. And also make sure if you have any questions or want to tell your story, go to openeyespodcast at gmail.com. That's openeyespodcast at gmail.com. And thank you.